0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials,
1: or its staff.
2: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab. My name is Sean Thiel with the American Council of the Blind of Ohio, and today I would like to show uh, two things. Uh, The first thing I'm going to show is, uh, for the kind of formal part of the presentation, is Um, how to go use the ACB link app to get to the convention material, just in case anyone hasn't quite figured that out yet. I was going to show it on the Apple podcasts app, but um, I, I am finding that for a podcast like this, where you don't have new things coming out and it's not ongoing, a lot of podcasts, you know, of course are designed for, you know things that oh i want to hear the new one as soon as it comes out well the convention material is is more of going into the backlog of previously posted stuff and i find that the apple music app makes that very confi or apple podcast app excuse me makes that very confusing much more than it should be and so the acb link app is is easier and um it was certainly an indispensable tool during the convention, so we might as well make it an indispensable tool after the convention. So, uh, And then I also do have a uh, word game to show as well. But let's start with the maybe less fun one, well, depending on which material you like from the
1: convention. Braille screen input. Orientation locked. Landscape. Charge port to the left. A, C, 4, app. B, 1 app. ACB link. Swipe opening ACB link. Portrait, ACB link, home, heading.
2: And I could, yes, I could have used Siri to open it, but because I was already kind of playing with Braille screen input, putting in my passcode, I thought, well, let's just keep that going. So there are tabs along the bottom.
1: Swipe up or down. Selected, home, tab, affiliate, tab, two of four. Radio, tab, three of four. About, tab, four of four.
2: And podcasts are under radio because they're recordings of radio, stuff that tab, was... three of four. Recordings of stuff that was once on the radio.
1: About tab four. four.
2: And then, of course, I, I have to go back up to the top left.
1: Come on. ACB link. ACB radio tab instructions. Heading le- ACB link icon. Image. Okay, we're
2: going to flick left.
1: Instructions. He- now playing. Dim. Play. Button. Share. Button. ACB link to menu. Button.
2: I was trying to start from the top of the screen, but no, not it didn't quite let me do that. So we're going to go to the menu. Double tap on menu.
1: ACB Radio. Heading. Close button. Live streams button. Podcasts button. Search. Search field. Get a reliable ride in. ACB Advocacy Update. But ACB Braille Forum. But ACB Conference and Convention. Button. And it's
2: the third one down.
1: Search. Search field. Double tap to edit. And we can search for a
2: particular thing if we want to, or we can just flick through.
1: The National General Session for July eighth, eighteen days ago. But EAC in Transportation. transportation and beyond 18 days ago button
2: and if i were to click on that then the podcast would go ahead and play and you also have buttons to uh, speed up the playback speed so that um, you know some of them if they're things that you you like but you want to get through just a little faster and of course you can't you couldn't actually speed up the live event but it's nice to be able to speed up the podcast so you do have that ability and I'm not going to go ahead, I'm not going to hit play cuz I don't want to confuse anybody by having them tune in and wondering what's going on with convention stuff replaying again. I'm not I'm going to not confuse people that way. But that is as easy uh, how easy it is to look at the convention as well as all kinds of other podcasts in the ACB Link application. So I'm going to go ahead and close this
1: app switcher. ACB Link active. Swipe up with three fingers to close the app. App switcher. I associate to active.
2: All right. So I associate two is the game that I would like to show you guys today. And I was very pleased to find this is a game that I have had on my phone for years and have alternately played and forgotten about for years as well. And I was afraid that they had. Um, discontinued it because when I was reading on Apple Viz, they had an I associate three and the reports were saying that that was less accessible, but version two is still here.
1: Characters. I cap a S S O C I A T E
2: space two. So it's I with a small I, the word associate associate, and then a new and then a space and then a numeral two comma. This is a game <laughs> that is a word association game, and um I absolutely love this. It's also great practice for the keyboard on the on screen keyboard um if you have to practice typing at least to have something fun to do it um so let's go ahead and find this one is free. I believe that some of the puzzles may, uh, cost either. I think they cost tokens and it costs real money for those, but you get quite a bit without them. I don't remember actually having ever bought like a, an uh, amazing unlimited pack of awesomeness or anything like that. I don't know. You never know what developers are going to call these things nowadays. Um, So I don't know if I did anything like that, but I've still got plenty of free ones in here. So I'm going to go ahead and open this.
1: I I associate two levels button one of four. And let's see what we're going to do is I associate tab one of four.
2: So you have the I associate tab, which is where the puzzle is going to be.
1: Selected. Levels. Tab. Two of four. The Levels tab. Help and about. Tab. Three of four. More levels. 206 items. Tab. Four of four.
2: Okay. Now, the Levels tab actually has some important things on it that have nothing to do with levels. So I'm going to double... I'm, yeah. I'm going to tap with four fingers near the top of the screen, and that's going to take me to the first item on the screen. At least I hope so. That's what I tried earlier. High words with, with no stop
1: levels. Button one of four. Okay. Scores. Button two of four. So we have levels score where the scores are going to be. Settings. Button three of four. Selected voiceover settings. Button four of four.
2: Okay, so there are there is a voiceover related option that is under settings, and it should be under this one. So what we're actually while we're on the voiceover settings button, um, we're going to actually go in here.
1: Hide words with no unsolved associations. Switch. Hide words that are solved and have no unsolved associations. Turning the switch on will help you at the later stages on levels when most words are already solved, as it will be faster to flick through the words that still need to be solved. Switch button on. You
2: definitely want to that setting. on. I don't re- you definitely want that on. I don't remember what the default was, but you definitely want that on.
1: I associate tab one of four.
2: Now I'm going to flick back to the left and go into the actual game settings because there's still a um, voiceover-related option that ought to be here instead of where it actually is, but they didn't ask me.
1: Switch. Hide words with no. Selected. Voiceover settings. Button. Settings. Button. Three of four. Selected. Settings. Three of four. Voiceover settings. Button. Four of four.
2: Now that's the screen we already were in, so we're going to keep going to the right.
1: Name for high scores. Enter your name. Text feature Show only incomplete levels. Switch. Show only incomplete levels. Shows on the levels you haven't completed on the levels page. Switch button on. Switch. Show only incomplete levels. And that's kind of helpful because if you... Show only incomplete. Show clues.
2: Voice over you are talking over me. That is not nice. So if you get... um, That's kind of helpful. If you've got a lot of levels and you've already finished them and you don't plan on uh, playing them again, then you can go ahead and turn that
1: on. Switch. Show clues. Show clues in the game. switch button on
2: we definitely want double tap
1: show hints button switch show hints button show the hints button in the user interface switch button on you have double tap to toggle setting
2: you have hints i don't remember if there is only a certain amount that you get per level or i forget i try not to use them too often if i don't have to
1: animate to revealed words switch animate to revealed words when you make a correct guess it moves the screen to show where the text was entered switch button off Double tap to toggle setting. I chose to turn
2: that off just because I don't want the um, screen to jump around any more than,
1: ha- than it has to. Advanced voiceover. This is the important one. Switch. Advanced voiceover. Gives you shorter messages when selecting words to allow you to listen to the essential information faster. Switch button on. This Double is tap definitely to toggle setting
2: something that you want to have turned on.
1: Show help above keyboard. Switch. Show help above keyboard. Shows the help text immediately above the keyboard instead of the notifications that appear on the screen for only a short while. Switch button off. Double tap to toggle setting.
2: Uh, I've actually not played with that. I'm going to leave that the way it is. That could be helpful, but at the moment I'm just going to leave it because I haven't run into that. So now that I know... Restore purchases think, button. Yeah, that's okay. So apparently maybe I did purchase something at one time. I don't remember. So I'm going to go and um, back to the... Uh, levels tab again at the bottom.
1: Selected levels tab. Oh no, that's Two where we already
2: are. So I'm going to go back up to that button at the top left that says levels and we can actually look at what they are.
1: Levels button one of four. Selected levels scores button settings button voiceo forces of nature button 19% and slash a event slash a ants in the pants button 0% and slash a event slash a occupational surnames button 0%
2: Okay, occupational surnames. Let's try. Let's try. I'm trying to pick one I know I haven't done before.
1: And slashing Um, event, it's all obsolete button 76%. It's all obsolete button 76%. It's all zero occupational surnames button. Let's try this. Sweet. Four unsolved associations. Sweet. Text field. Five letters associated with sweet. Five hyphens, five. Text field. Okay,
2: Well my brain Double tap to edit.: uh, My brain might like, thinks of heart, but that might not be right, but let's try. Five it. letters.
1: Come on. five letters. Cap H, E, A, R, T. Done. More levels. 206 Wait, items.: That's wrong.: Location track, cellular. 2: Because we would get a: chime. 60 hints. button, horizontal scroll. Four letters associated with heart. Four hyphens, four text field.
2: Oh, okay. Apparently it did go. Uh, I wonder if it's because I have do not disturb on. That could be it. Uh, Normally you get a chime that tells you uh, that you've gotten the word correct, but it looks like I have.
1: Four four letters associated with heart. Four hyphens, four text field.
2: Okay. Double tap to edit. Ten
1: letters associated with heart. Clue is epic tale of Scottish patriot William Wallace. 10 hyphens, 10 text field. Oh, I know. 10 letters associated with heart. Clue it. Cap B. Cap V. Done. Delete. Delete V. Cap B. R. A. V. E. H. E. A. R. T. Done. More levels. 206. There we go. That's what you were supposed
2: to do before. So, if, if a clue has multiple words that um, have spaces, it doesn't seem to actually require that you put the spaces in. For example, you notice I put Braveheart and I just kept going. I didn't put a space between the two
1: words. Help and about, tab, three of four. Five letters associated with sweet. Clue is term of endearment five hyphens five text field
2: okay so Double you tap to edit. so you get the idea um there are all kinds of puzzles about uh the, the it's all obsolete was about old computer terms there's one called around the house these are a lot of fun and they really get your mind thinking in different ways and eventually you'll get things that are far away be you know way far afield from what the original um, topic of the of the puzzle was, but this is a really good one. I need to play this more. I kind of, as I was doing this, I thought, oh, I forgot how much fun this is. I really need to get back into it. So, um, that's that's kind of what's going on with that, uh, with that game. So it's kind of one of those things the more you do it, the easier it will get. Okay. So I think what we're going to do we're, is uh, we're going to actually go ahead and I know it's a little bit shorter than the past couple times I've done it, but I think we're going to go ahead and um, open things up for questions from people. So if you would like to raise your hand, it looks like some people remember from convention alt Y or option Y or star nine on the phone or the raise hand button under the more button on the screen.
3: Okay, um, this is Tiffany, your host, and you already have some hands raised.
2: All right, fantastic. So,
3: Agnes, um, feel free to unmute yourself.
4: Hi, this is
3: – can you all hear me okay? You yes. Okay,
4: this is Agnes Ferris from um, Greeley, Colorado, and I have two questions. Uh, one, when I hit Alt-Y on my computer to raise my hand – JAWS doesn't read anything that indicates that it's gone through. Is it supposed to do that?
2: Um some it sometimes it, it may or may not, but it, it did it definitely did work. Um right. as long I, as you're as long as you're in the Zoom window. Uh-huh. Um, the other way that you can do it if you uh really want to is if you open up the participants window awesome. um with alt u and find your your name which your name is going to be at the top of the list if you tab over from that point there should be a raise hand button there
4: okay and then it would tell me that it's raised okay
2: because I don't I know had- if it I don't know if it does I've been okay. using this so long I don't know if I pay attention anymore
4: because I had some situations where in not these Zoom events that ACB's doing but in another one where I had actually raised my hand and <clears throat> then I had to do it again. And, um, they said the first time it didn't register and I, you know, and I was not aware. So,
2: yeah, that's a, I, I don't know why occasionally zoom does, uh, have that problem, but you should be able to check. You, you can do it from the participants panel. You should okay. be able to do it. Did you have another question? Yes, or shall we? yes I okay. do. I have
4: one other question. Um, do you, Happen to know how in Outlook and I have Windows 10 and Office 365 you delete a folder. I tried the method I used in Office 2007, but it didn't work. And I've been trying to find information, but so far haven't been real successful.
2: Um, when I've deleted a folder and it's been a while, um wouldn't I would think you would go to the, the tree view where they are and just use the delete key, or you could use the applications key.
4: I tried that.
2: Okay. I'm not sure why that's not, why that wouldn't be working. Cause that's what immediately comes to my mind. Um,
4: okay. Cause that was another suggestion that was made on another place, another um, one of these events I visited and I don't know why. So I'll have to, I guess I'll just have to do some exploration and find out.
2: Yeah. Um, Apart, yeah, I I don't want to take time to try no. it right this second, but uh, see, there is a great. Um, speaking of Outlook and and with a screen reader, there's a really good website called Sharon's Hyphen Shortcuts. Dot ie because she's in Ireland, oh. um, and she has um, shortcuts, but also even some step by steps for Outlook. Um, so she she very well may have it on there. Okay,
4: thank you much. No problem. And this is my first time visiting your your uh, call.
2: And- awesome. Well, thank you for for coming on a su- Thursday evening. I said Sunday. <laughs> thank you for coming on Thursday evening. Yep. <laughs> Goodness. All right,
3: Sean. You have uh, Phyllis with their hand raised. Okay. Uh, this is
5: Phyllis. I just was partly. I was trying. The Alt Y to see if it, my computer would say hand now raised, and it actually did say it. Um, and sometimes I have found that if I press one of those things, I have to press the space bar afterwards, and then it will work. I'm I'm not sure why that's, that's true. That's
2: interesting. That's an interesting. I've not seen that one, but I'll take your word for it. If if I mean you, you were able to do it, so whatever you did worked. And I wonder Because somebody
5: else was joining the meeting. What website did you say something about Sharon? I couldn't. Sharon's
2: S H A R O N S. So Sharon's dash or hyphen. It's actually hyphen Sharon's hyphen shortcuts. Dot I E. Okay. And I, I'm trying to remember her, her. I'm trying to remember what her tagline is, but her name is Sharon Lyons. L I O N S. -S 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 Okay. um and if so and that should be that website um should have some help on on outlook and she also has a really interesting um tip of the week newsletter that she does and she'll she'll take a different topic uh every week i need to resubscribe to that cuz i i was subscribed at my old work and i forgot to subscribe now on my personal email
5: okay i also I also wanted to ask um, this is related to what I asked before uh, I did get into my they're not called folders whatever they're called
2: on on the Gmail. labels
5: labels thank you and it I'm concerned because it said somewhere if you're in sent mail and you erase that you'll you're going to erase all of the if you erase one piece of a conversation, you erase the whole conversation. If I put something in labels, and then I try to erase it in inbox, am I going to erase it in labels is my question.
2: Um, when in the Gmail, yeah, because you, you were the person that was asking me last time. Um, so when you go into the, um, when you check the box for the message you want, and you choose in the the combo box that says more actions, when you choose the label you want from there and yes. you hit go, it moves the message into whatever folder you've chosen.
5: Right, but it's still in inbox. I is it,
2: oh, is it yeah. in both places?
5: It, it, well, yeah, I, I, it's still in inbox with a note that says it's in my label. So what I was ah, trying okay. to do was to put some things that I needed for a long time into labels and then get them out of my inbox. But I'm a little afraid to do that. That's what I'm, what I'm concerned about.
2: Yeah, I would be too. I'll, I will be honest and say most of the time when I'm working with Gmail, it's in um, Outlook or the mail client on my phone, which when you move a message with those, it's a standard move, meaning it, it puts it into that label or folder and takes it out of the inbox. So um, this is a this is a uh, limitation of my using not knowing how to I, how to do that on the the website, and I apologize. Yeah. Um, or if
5: there's anybody else there that happens to know the answer to that,
2: I would yeah, appreciate. Yeah, I feel it. like there's got to be a way to to put a label on and move it over out of Good. the inbox on the web, but if there is, I don't know about it.
3: Okay, well, thank you.
2: No problem.
3: Marcy, you can unmute. Hello. There you go. Hi there. I really
6: appreciate you getting me my rekindling back of the I Associate 2. I used to play it a lot.
2: It's great, and, isn't it? Yeah. It I, is. I, I'm, it's I'm really like, cool.
6: Um, I'm wondering if, you know, I'm totally spoiled with Outlook, and so I know that I can copy and paste files into the messages to attach them. But in Windows Mail, do you know how to attach a file?
2: I actually do not. Um I um are you talking about what what version, well, what version of Windows of Mail? Are you talking about in Windows 10?
6: In Windows 10 2004, yeah, I have Windows Mail and I have my account set up in Windows Mail,
2: and I honestly to- have no idea. I don't know if I- I've ever I don't think I've ever tried to use it.
6: I've Googled it, and it said that I had to click the attach file button, and I can't find it. I cannot find the attach file button at all.
2: Okay. Um, I may have to play with that because I have not – I don't know if I've ever looked into that. I've – just because I knew how to use Outlook from work and things, I've just always – Right, me
6: too. (laughs) I love Outlook. I'm totally spoiled with Outlook. And about the folders, you know, where she wants to delete her folder in Outlook – you have to show those folders. So you have to go into the view menu and show those folders and then you can tab to them and then you can hit the applications key and then just delete them.
2: Oh, okay. All right. But the that folders should, have to be showing. That should work. Uh, uh, that, that sounds logical, I, I guess. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do the Windows, the mail. I'm going to have to take a look at that though.
6: That's okay. I mean, I totally, because a customer called me, I, I work for computers for the blind and he called me and he said, how do I attach mail? I said, what program are you using or attach a file? It yeah. is, it's mail and I was like oh uh, I can give it an
2: outlook <laughs> Copy yeah, and paste well, well it looks like we both have some playing to do with <laughs> with, with windows 10 mail huh yeah all right well yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for, Absolutely. for coming on
3: and next you have Jeff
2: hey Sean hello yeah hey, uh, hey, uh, great show thank you I was gonna say this may be a little off topic but what do you know about iOS 14 as far as uh accessibility uh, features that they're going to introduce um ios 14 there are some things that we know because apple has chosen to to make them public but there are also some things that i've kind of learned that may not be weird because ios 14 has not been released yet we're not going to talk about it on this program there are other places that you can go if you want to find out about that um I will say Jonathan Mosen has done some things on his podcast about it and doesn't seem to mind doing them. It's just not an area I'm comfortable with. I have the beta on one of my devices, but I've gotten a little busy with things and have not really dug into it yet. So I, I, that's kind of somewhere I don't feel comfortable going just because oh, sure. it's not out yet. Okay, yeah, fair so, enough. Sorry All about right. that. I just thought hey, I'd ask. Thanks. Yeah. Man. Did you have any other questions? I'm question? not... Not off the top of my head. That was pretty much it. Yep. Sorry about that. Ain't hey, no sweat, John. Yeah. The, that information. There is information out there you can you can find. Apple has been more forthcoming this time. It seems like than in previous years about explaining what accessibility things are coming in iOS 14, which is lovely. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, but I don't. Uh, that's not really an area I have ex- a lot of expertise in that I feel comfortable going into. So. Sure. Totally get it thank you all right thanks man no problem
3: okay you have jeff in minneapolis you can oh, unmute d-
2: d- another jeff yes.
0: hello um number one what was the name of the game you were talking about i jumped in late
2: okay the game is i associate two so it's the a small i and then associate with a capital a all put together kind of like how they do iphone okay. and then a space and then the numeral two so I associate two.
0: So maybe um, uh, Siri would do a search by just verbalizing you it. You
2: probably want to type that one in because okay. because of the spelling. You probably want to. And one of the th- one of the comments I had <coughs> had made was this is a really fun game to to practice using the on screen keyboard. I know I know a lot. Of, we don't all like it, but. You know, sometimes you gotta and uh as yeah. will have a fun have it be fun while you're practicing doing that. Right. But yeah, do I don't have, think Siri's gonna do a good job with that one.
0: Do you have any suggestion for some kind of a game for um, brain memory retention? You know, that's so hot and trendy now to uh exercise your brain and your memory and that kind of thing.
2: Um 'cause I, I'm I trying don't, to I'm trying really to think-
0: care. I don't really care for those, uh, like adventure games. That's just like, I don't know.
2: Uh, doesn't I know it that, for me. I know that on the echo, there are brain training games. There's one called train your brain. And, uh, I know for, uh, for some people, the, um, the blind, I think it's, I think he still calls it blindfold Simon. Um, because that has directions where you're swiping up, right, down, and left. I know for some people, that can help their their memory or their dexterity. Um, okay. Because it continues, at you can play the traditional mode where it adds a new one on each time. Um, but there, there's actually a lot of the a lot of those games on the Amazon devices, and what's good about that is because because it's voice interface, it's it's going to be accessible. So
0: yeah, I don't do the Amazon thing.
2: Um, do you have an only Amazon man. account?
0: Uh, only when I really, really need to. And then I'll do it for one month and that's it. I just uh, want well, to stay don't, out of that
2: Amazon environment. Got it. So I got you. What I was going to say, because you can, you can use the Alexa if you don't have, you don't have to, you can use it on the app. You don't have to have a device. So Oh, okay. Just, okay. you know, something to ponder on.
0: Yeah, um, I just, um, so far, I'm trying to avoid that whole ecosystem.
2: Yeah, that's fair stuff. enough. It's not for everybody.
0: Okay, and uh, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it.
2: No problem. Thank you for coming.
3: Okay, we are done with hands for now.
2: Okay, you're we're done with hands.
1: Okay. Um, Cellular, two of four bars, show- signal strength, nine.
2: Uh, I will show another game real quick. And this is a very, uh, I don't know how exactly how this is going to sound over the phone, but we're going to try it anyway. This is a game called Bebot, B-E-B-O-T. And this is a little music-y robot. It's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of a little music-y robot type game. So I'm going to use, again, I'm going to use Braille screen input to launch this one because the name of that one series can going to have a
1: little trouble with. VoCal, Braille screen input, ARIA.B30, two app, B, one app, bbot. bot And I'm so going to go with two fingers launch to launch that. Opening bbot. bot Landscape. Charge port to the right, Bbot bot 3.
2: Okay, so this is an app that you, base, you turn off voiceover.
1: Voiceover off.
2: And you move your finger around the screen. Wow, wow, wow and you get different sounds depending on where you move your finger if you move it up where you move it side to side and it's and it's just the silliest thing it's a dollar ninety nine and it just as you can tell it just it just makes me giggle <laughs> and sometimes you need something simple you just need that little giggle you know i apparently there are actually things you can do with it that are like actual like sounds that you can change and stuff like that but i don't know i think that requires sight to do it and i enjoy this one so much that i haven't really even uh, looked at the other ones um but that's that's a fun little game if you're just really stressed out and you need something to to giggle at that'll that that can work for people <laughs> so um that's something babies really like that I've shown it I've had it where I've had it on the phone and let babies tap the phone and and they really they really find that game funny. Okay, we have it looks like we have a raised hand.
3: It's a 614 area code if you can unmute yourself and say your name.
7: Hi. <clears throat> My name is Shirley. Hi Shirley, how are you? <laughs> okay, I've been listening to uh most of your program since you started this, just kind of oh, quietly cool. in the background here. Oh, thank you're, you. You're doing a fantastic job. Thank you so much. Um, I wondered, and I was not on here for the beginning tonight. I don't think that you've probably done this, but um, if you have, you just need to tell me and I'll quietly go away. But you talked about uh, Braille screen input a minute ago. You kind of mentioned it. Um, can you give just, um, a quick little demo of how that works and what you have to do to initially set it up? Just maybe give a real quick overview about it for a minute or two.
2: Yeah, I can, I can do that. Um, with the, um, um, if, yeah, I can do that. Um, if, do you, uh, Shirley, do you want, did you want to ask anything or why don't you go ahead and mute while I do that and then. Um, yeah that's, that that'll way. be just fine. I will do that. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Okay, so Braille screen input is let me I'll explain what it is first a little bit. Um, Braille screen input is a way that you can enter Braille on the screen of your phone and in order to start with it, it's something that has to be added to the rotor by default. It's not something that you're gonna find. Um, on your phone unless you actually go into the voiceover settings and you enable it. So um, with screen Braille dim. screen input, thank you phone with Braille Doc screen settings. input, you Double can, um, you can type into text fields on the home screen. You can type uh, the name of an app that you want to launch. You can unlock your, Uh, phone with the passcode with braille screen input there's a lot of things you can do with it and um, so it but what I will also say is that the way that you hold the phone for braille screen input is going to vary a lot from person to person Um, it's going to depend on the size of the phone you have if you have uh, something like an an iPhone SE, the original. That's the really small. Depending on the size of your hands, you may have a heck of a time doing braille on a phone that small. Um, if you have something like an iPhone XR, like I do, you have plenty of room to braille on the screen. Um, and the way there are two different ways that it can be done. Either the phone can be Um, flat like it would be on a table and depending on the size of your phone you may have to put your fingers in a very slight v-shape in order to make that work or you can hold the phone between your hands so that the screen is facing away from you so what i always tell people if you are interested in learning this and it it took me a couple of months to really get good with it There is an article on Apple Viz called a guide to braille screen input. And what I did was I loaded it up on the computer and I read was, I read the guide and as they were explaining how to turn it on and how different ways to hold the phone and whatever, as they were explaining it, I tried it with my phone in my hands as I was reading about it because Ultimately, you're going to have to find the position of your fingers, the position of your phone. You're going to have to find what works for you. And this is one of the few times when I will say read all of the comments because the people in the comments may run into problems similar to what you start you first run into when you try it. So um, it really is something where the the perfect um You know, the way that works for you is going to be different from the way that works for me and the way that works for a third person. Um, It is certainly worth doing. Um, What I can do is let me actually go ahead and let's see. Open voiceover settings. Here
6: are the settings for voiceover.
1: Settings, voiceover on. What I actually need to do
2: is I need to turn on the echoing of characters because at the moment I have, um, I have it set so that when I type in Braille screen and put only the words I complete are typed, but it's kind of difficult to get a, a good demo that way. So let me actually
1: fix that. Tap one, double swap to you, to you, to you. Voice speak, speaking, speak. Verb Braille audio commands, activity rotor, rotor action, typing button. Typing style, touch typing, button. Headings. Heading not found.
2: Oops, I forgot they got rid of it. Phonetic
1: feedback, character and phonetics. Typing feedback, button. Ah. Software keyboards, heading. I didn't go quite far enough. Hardware keyboards, heading. Braille screen input, nothing. Characters. Selected, words. Characters and words. Selected, characters and words. Open notes. Notes. Full new note, button. New note, dimmed note, text field is editing, insertion point at start. Braille screen input, orientation locked, landscape, charge port to the left, tabletop mode contracted.
2: So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to calibrate the dots on the iPhone. I'm going to do dots four, five, six, and then I'm going to do dots one, two, three, and I'm kind of going to do it at the same speed that you would double tap.
1: Dot positions calibrated. Dot six, cap H E L L O, period. Hello. Hello. So that's kind of your normal speed. Dot six. How E r. you? You Period. Fine. Dot A. I. S. Ties. D- delete. Fine. A. E. Period. Fine. So you
2: can have Braille screen input through that.
1: Settings. Typing. Where it button. says the letters as you type them. Selected. Words. Characters. Nothing. What I'm actually Braille screen going to do input, is go heading, back to. Nothing. Characters. Words. Selected. Words. Landscape. Charge port to the right. Be bot. Oops. Language. No,
2: I don't want to go back to that.
1: Note. App switcher. Close. Be activate. Notes. Act. Settings. Active. Ah. I. Notes. Active. No. Portrait. No. Braille screen input. Orientation lock. Dot positions calibrated. Here is a test of okay. how delete of of how quickly I can enter text on. Dot the dollar delete on on the screen of my phone. So
2: the reason that Braille screen input, it can be helpful is one when it, when you get good with it, you can really enter text. Well, and it's funny because my sister said to me, uh, she said, you know, of the people I text with yours are the most accurate and the easiest to read. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, okay. That's cool. But I mean, partly it's braille screen input. partly it's also, I'm old fashioned. I still use commas and question marks. Um, you know, I don't always use periods, but you know, I, I try to make sure that I'm uh, easy to understand, but you really can um, get to where you can break, you can enter text at quite a speed. Um, unfortunately, I, I did flick type um, a little while ago. I don't, I still, as as great as flick type is, I still don't think it's quite that fast. Um, the problem is, of course, it requires two hands, so um, you you do have to to keep that in mind. Um, <clears throat> so, with if I really wanted to with flick type, depending on what my repetitive strain injury is doing, if I really wanted to, I could use my right hand, which is the hand that is usually in less pain. If I'm going to have a problem. Um, But I also feel like I'm kind of awkward with that hand on the the touch screen. So, but um, that's kind of a a brief overview of uh, how Braille screen input works um, and why I have have found it so useful. And in fact, I actually, (laughs) when I, I had an iPhone 6S and I was getting to the point where my hands were really starting to hurt because I was having put my fingers so close together on that screen and I couldn't braille comfortably. And I actually went out and um, I bought the 10 R specifically because I would have a lot more room to braille on the screen because the screen goes out to the edges. You can really, it's a lot easier to, um, hold that phone hold this phone i think and braille on it so braille screen input actually caused me to spend lots of money on a brand new phone i'm glad i did but um it was uh well it was also that phone was getting hard to hold on to even you know even without braille screen input But braille screen input is still quite a bit of the reason why i ended up getting this monstrous phone that i i can't live without now <laughs> i really i didn't think i would like the size but i i really do Are there any questions after all of that? Uh, We have
3: Jeff Anderson.
2: Okay. Hey, Sean. Yeah, it's me again from Portland.
3: How are you
0: doing? Pretty good. Thanks. I was wondering if you knew of any uh, resources for shortcuts, Apple shortcuts, the shortcuts app.
2: Um, The only one I know of, and I haven't looked at it, um, Anna Dresner has a book on national braille press about um, shortcuts Um, that said, I have actually created one from the defined actions. Um, Mm -hmm. I, what I wanted to do, you know, this was, you know, pre pandemic when we all moved around a lot more, I wanted to be able to hear an address, the address close to me when I was in a vehicle. I didn't necessarily want to like just open an entire GPS app just to know kind of what street I was on or whether I was a little close to home. Mm-hmm. And so I have found the ability. I found actions that would let me get the current location, um, get the address. Let me see if I can actually show it in the in the shortcuts app. Hang on just a second, because. Sure. I all I did was I didn't no. have to Text write field. anything.
1: Hello. How are you? I I am portrait. Stop.
2: I didn't Perhaps. have to write any any code or anything myself. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Cool. Open shortcuts. Let me see.
1: I want to find the right one here. The shortcuts be current location address. Actions available. Rename shortcut. Duplicate shortcut. Delete shortcut. Edit shortcut. Search for apps and actions. Search field. Dictate button. Undo. Dimmed. Redo. Share button. Run shortcut button. Run shortcut button. Uh, I want to look at it. Location. Get addresses for location. Get current location. Get current location action. Heading. Okay, hang on. Details button. Location. Get current location action. Heading. Get current location. Location. Get addresses from input action. Heading. Get addresses from current location. Actions available. So it
2: it gets the location, and then in the next part of it, it gets the addresses
1: nearby. Documents. Speak text action. Heading. Speak addresses. Hmm. Actions available. Show more. Button. Wait until finished. Switch button. On. Rate. 60% adjustable. Pitch. 33% adjustable. Language. English, United States. Button. Voice. Samantha. Add action. Button. Search for apps and action. Dictate. Button. And I can't.
2: I did assign it to a an an actual. I think I called it speak location address or something. I and then I did so. I did add a phrase to it that I could say. Um, but I also gave it a very prominent place on my home screen. I'm not going to press that button because I don't want it to give out my address right now. But it does. It does <laughs> yeah. work. Um, and I I don't remember uh i i just felt like you know what this thing knows where i am there has to be a way to to do this and i don't remember i mean i it was one of those things i think i i started it and i play i played with it for a little bit and then i came back to it the next day and so i don't remember exactly how i figured it out but i figured it out (laughs) so (laughs) you're like you're like wait a minute this thing knows what i'm I'm doing (laughs)
7: you
0: know
2: yeah, I'm like no. It, I mean, it already know it know because of the way location services works. It knows where you are. So and I think there's got to be a way that I can ask it to give me an address near me. That it, it in my head, I thought there's you know that seems like a logical thing to do. I don't remember how I found it, but um, cool. I didn't. I did that with just all of the actions that are are built into the shortcuts app. So that just gives you an idea of some of what you can do. And there's there's a lot of resources out there. But I, I also know Anna's book is out there, and I've, I've heard it recommended in other places. So you might uh, take a look cool. at that or just see what you can find. Um, because Shortcuts is just a powerful feature in general. There's a lot of really techie people that have gone and played with it. So Yeah.
8: Not,
2: so Sean, what's your last name, Anna? Dresner. D-R-E-S-N-E-R, I believe. Cool. Because I tried if to make you, a... a, a in if you go, <clears throat> yeah, if you go under the NBP.org, National Braille Press, and if you go looking for their technology books, uh, you'll see it. She's written other iPhone books as well <clears throat> that are, are cool. very good. Cool. Yeah, well, thanks, man. Appreciate no it. No problem. Cool. And you can also, I can also, um, well, I'll hold on for the next question in just a second while I'm thinking about it. some of the other things you can do with shortcuts. Um, You can ask. I have shortcuts to open conversations with specific people that I talk to a lot. Um, I have um, shortcuts that come with Castro, which is my podcast app of choice. Um, So there's a lot of things. And I think you can even tie shortcuts into voiceover gestures, but I haven't looked at that. I saw it as an option and went, oh, that's cool, but I don't know if I want to do that. That sounds too scary. And I kind of ran away. <laughs> I was like, you know, let's let's not worry about that just yet. But shortcuts have a lot of power to them. So it's a really neat thing that we that we have them. All right, now I'm done. <laughs> and it looks like we've...
3: Yes, you have another question, uh, Julie Piper. Hi, I would like to
8: before i ask my question i would strongly recommend anna's shortcuts book i've had it for about 2 weeks now and i'm just learning how to use shortcuts and she does a fantastic job
2: oh, with good. that book that's so good it's to know
8: it's wonderful i would highly recommend that um, she starts kind of at a beginner level but yet it's not so elementary that it would bore a person that's used an iphone for a while so it's good that's good Um, You were doing the Braille input, and I noticed you were using grade two Braille. Are you also using the regular grade two Braille punctuation?
2: Um, Yes, I am using the UEB Braille, but you can also use um, the regular U.S. Braille if you want to.
8: Okay. Or um, I suppose you could use computer braille if that's what you chose.
2: You can. You can actually use what they call it six dot braille. You can choose to do that if you would rather uh some people say some people like to do um that, you know, use the well it it's six dot braille is what Apple what we would think of as grade one or uncontracted braille. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, but and some people like to do that because they say that it, it helps with their spelling if they have to think about each letter at a time. And I can kind of see that. Although in my brain, my brain thinks of the words in contracted Braille, and then I have and then I back translate them as I go to, to type them. Um, but yeah, you can do you can do contracted or uncontracted Braille um, okay. on the iPad. You can also do eight dot computer Braille um, input. The iPhone does not let you do that because. Um, Oh, that's the other thing I I should mention. So I'm glad that you got me talking about it. Um, The iPhone only lets you put five fingers down at a time. So if you want to do like an F.O.R. sign, what I find myself doing is the um, characters are not actually entered until your fingers have lifted up. So what I find myself doing is I do two, three, four, five, six, and then I'll like lift up the dot three put dot one down and then lift up at the end after you've lift it after you've done that it's kind of strange but again it's explained in that i'm pretty sure it's explained in that article um so you you do that there is a limitation on the iphone is it technically only lets you put five fingers down at a time the ipad you can put down 10 fingers at a time
8: i wondered about that i thought maybe it was a flaw in my iphone i wasn't nope, sure what was
2: going a, on no that's a nope that's an iphone issue that they all okay. have
8: because I noticed my iPad, I can do it, but I can't do it on the iPhone. So that's interesting.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Let wow. me, it, it, it's really fun on the iPad when you load up that BeBot app and you put all your fingers down.
8: <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. <laughs> this has just been wonderful. I appreciate you. you doing this. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. Thank you for answering my question.
2: No problem.
3: All right. You are running a little short on time and you have yep. questions. Um, Agnes is first. Okay, um, my question is, could you just again repeat that um,
4: address that you gave for the shortcuts? I just want to be sure I wrote it right.
2: It's Sharon's, S-H-A-R-O-N-S, dash shortcuts, that's plural, dot I-E for Ireland.
4: Okay, and they don't have a dot com or anything like we do?
2: Um, Not this particular website, no. Okay. But if if you you Google Sharon's Shortcuts, uh, you should be able to find it because I think I've even just done it on a Google that way. Thank you much. No problem.
3: Okay. And then you have Jeff from Minneapolis. Okay.
0: So um, a question. I am just new to using the iPad, and I think I'm holding it upside down because I need to have the – the fingerprint thing on the right-hand side when I'm in landscape mode because that's where the speakers are and I'm, I'm deaf in my left ear. So if I function that way, it appears that my iPad case does not work as a support.
2: Okay, so you're, you're talking about for doing the Braille screen input or are you talking about using your iPad in general?
0: Using my iPad in general. Um. Isn't it, isn't it kind of designed when it's in landscape mode that the home button should be on the left on the left?
2: It should be able to do that. If you make if you make sure that your orientation is unlocked in the control center, um, that's the first thing you want to do.
0: Yeah and I mean it does rotate back and forth. It's just that I can't have uh, the home button on the left. Because that's where the speakers are, and since I'm deaf in my left ear,
2: oh, you need it the other way. It, sh- you know yeah. what though? It should let you do it.
0: It okay, should it let just, you
2: do it the other way.
0: It just because um, it, it seems like my iPad case then does not work as a support to hold the you know the iPad open.
2: Oh, yours doesn't have a stand.
0: N- no, okay. well it does, but it, it seems to be on the opposite side of the iPad.
2: Okay. I don't remember the name of the iPad case that I have right now. It's meant for kids and it has like this little disc with the stand on it. So you can actually turn the stand all the way around. So you may want to, if you were going to look at a new iPad case, you would look at something with a 360 degree swivel stand. That way you could use it um, either way. But yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, because finding cases for the iPad is is tricky, and I, um, I was trying. You know, I recently replaced one, and and uh, I like what I got, but it it wasn't what I thought it was going to be when it showed up. I didn't pay enough attention to what I was reading, <laughs> on the, right, on the site. So I like it, but it's it's uh, not what I had envisioned.
0: And I was going to buy one of those speed dot overlays, but it appears that it's formatted or laid out for it being in portrait mode that is correct
2: it is for it is for for portrait the the dots could still be uh could still be helpful for you um do you are you yeah if you wear hearing aids also you may not be able to use i was thinking of headphones but that may not work so well um
0: no i don't use hearing aids it's just that you know uh, I can hear my left ear. It's just the, the, the nerves are shot. So my brain doesn't uh, decode anything.
2: Okay. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure quite the best solution there. Um,
0: and then when I, whenever I want to find out where I am, I just ask Siri, where am I? And it rattles off the address of what I'm by. Well, and
2: part of the reason I did this is because I find that does not work for me. A lot of oh. times when I did that, it would, it would, do something completely unrelated to to what I was, (laughs) (laughs) what I was doing.
0: Uh, No surprise there. Yeah. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for coming. I appreciate it. I um, sorry. Things were a little less organized this week. Um, It's been an interesting week. (laughs) So, but thank you for showing up anyway. And I'll look forward to seeing you next week.